Hello once again, it's your best friend, the person you admire most in the world, Kane Porkchop Daniel. Once again, apologies for the quality of Sinead's recording on this one, but less of an apology because I've been tweaking the dials on the noise reduction algorithm, and though she still sounds like she's stuck at the bottom of a well, it's not as deep of a well. Anywho, next episode is going to sound like it was recorded by goddamn Bob Clear Mountain. But in the meantime, here's Gillian Armstrong's 1994 classic, Little Women. Welcome to the Deja Review Podcast, where a group of film lovers get together and revisit a cult or a classic film where one of them has seen it for the very first time. I'm Mike Cairns. I'm joined, as always, by Kane Daniel. Yeah, I know, Mike. I'm Kane Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Seb Godfrey. Oh, man. You know who I am. I'm right here. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. And, <laughs> and our guest... The delightful Sinead Stubbins. You're all very tiresome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sinead. Hi. So this, uh, this is an episode where our guest uh, chose a film for us to watch for the first time. Um, Sinead, could you tell us that film and kind of your history with said film? Okay, so the film I chose was Little Women, the best film of all time. Which version? 1994. So there's been quite a few adaptations of Little Women, uh, a recent TV adaptation that sucks. And this is the best one, in my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I first watched – this wasn't a film that I discovered as a kid and therefore have sort of all these nostalgic okay. feelings yep. for. I probably didn't watch it for the first time until I was like 21. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and I just connected with it so much that I probably watch it about four times a year. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's one more than – yeah, I watch Goonies. Yeah. And what – I mean, what hit you about this movie when you first... And, and what were the circumstances of you first seeing it? Yeah. Um, I think what really resonated with me was that there weren't... Well, at that point, I hadn't seen a lot of films where the main character was a woman who was very complicated, not necessarily likeable. Um, she made bad decisions and she was frustrated a lot of the time and was very ambitious. And probably at that point in my life, I was pretty frustrated and ambitious and felt like what I was making wasn't sort of as good as what I expected it to be and so I really related to Joe Marsh. Yeah, it's almost a perfect point to watch that movie in your, you know, sort of early 20s because it seems, I think, I, I don't know the books, but Joe Marsh would have been, uh, you know, sort of late teens, early 20s in the in the story. Right? Yeah, she's yeah. like, a, yeah, quite a young teen, yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you ever read the book? I have, yeah. The books? Yeah. There's multiple. There's four. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. And this film, I could be wrong um, because in I did a little bit of reading about it and in the US, the first two novels kind of get squashed together in a lot of the, the adaptations. So it's um, Little Women and then Good Wives? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Joe's Boys? That yeah, that's yeah. the fourth one. Oh, that's the fourth Good, one, Good yeah. Wives, which was wives. named by the publisher because it doesn't sound like – like so it was pretty – what what was the name? Louise, what was the name? Louise Mayolcott. Yeah, Mayolcott. Louise Mayolcott. Yep. 
I, good wives doesn't sound like a title that she would have come up with. I mean, don't we all want a good wife? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, we all, what we want, fellas. From 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 <laughs> fellas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, apparently, she didn't even want to write these books. Yeah. Huh. So what's 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 the story? I mean, do you enjoy the books? Are there any good? Yeah, no, but I I read the book Little Women after I saw the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the movie that, that drew me in. And does does the film that we just watched kind of strike similar kind of? Is, is, say, like the story of Joe kind of like as um, pointily feminist uh, in, in the books? I mean, people fight a lot about whether Little Women is feminist or not, but... To be honest, yeah, I mean, I kind of use that really because yeah, I was kind of struggling, like, 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 like pro, like sort of first wave. Yeah, kinda, like... I mean, the the movie is a very Gen X look, I think, at Little Women. Like, yeah. I think they do update things to make it a little more appealing to, you yeah. know. I think the fact that Winona Ryder was in it, like, just after Reality Bites is, like, right. very pointed. Like, yeah. Directed by our Gillian Armstrong as well. Our Gillian. Our Gillian Anderson. The X-Files. This yep. post-states Reality Bites. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's yeah. crazy. Reality Bites was 92? Yeah, yeah 92. 92? Yeah. So. She looks way younger. It's the hair. Huh. Her one beauty. Her one beauty. <laughs> Her one beauty. Classic Amy. <laughs> <laughs> you are such an Amy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Kane, what did you think of it? Well, I mean, I kind of want to know if you could anticipate what we thought of it. What What do you think you would think of it? Mm. What, what, what would we think of it? I don't know because I'm so in it that I'm just like, oh, it's a perfect movie. So anyone who thinks it's not perfect is deeply incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would hope that you at least would be like, oh, this is an interesting portrayal of like female ambition and um, frustration and – I would hope that you would respect it for that. But I don't know what you nerds think. I don't respect it. (gasps) I fucking love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think my my big criticism in this movie and um, kind of going back to what we were saying about how they sort of squash those two books together is that there seems to be a lot of stuff that is rushed in this movie. Mm, Like there's a lot of of plot points that get really rushed and – it's the first time where I thought, like, this could have been a two and a half hour movie, and they could have fleshed out some, like, no, 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 but you know what? No, I'm, like, I'm not saying I wanted it to be two and a half hours, but I'm, but I'm saying is that uh, maybe they could have finished it earlier or something like mm. that in the in the in the timeline because there were there were points in that in in it where I was like, oh, they, you really jumped real quick through a lot of that stuff. Yeah, um, but you could look at it in a different way, and it just and it kind of has the effect of making the film feel kind of like jumping a series, through time, or yeah, and a series of vignettes. Yeah, which I think is well, kind of a nice I think kind for of for mine. For there, there was a there was a couple of points. Like I think the most glaring one is um, with when. When Kirsten Dunst is the sister, and she burns the manuscript, and oh, and then kills me. What a that was full on. Actually, that's, that's the most full on thing so, that happened no, in the whole film. She, Isn't that but fucked she, up? but she's shit. Like her character, like in in during the whole movie, like I, I mean, I thought Kirsten Dunst she, was the best thing in this film. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, she I, was amazing. I really cheap. I thought she was me. great as well. Yeah, um, because that that character though is. When she was a, no, but that's, was a no, kid. no. I mean, she. Sorry, I mean, she. I, I'm I'm complaining the character with the the performance, like Kirsten Dunst yeah. is brilliant, and then the the actress who um, plays her afterwards is great. But it's like there's not a great, there's not a lot of redeeming features about this character. 
Um, and uh, but but that the fact that they jump from her throwing the manuscript into the fire straight to the ice skating mm. sequence. And, like, and it's like, oh, we're all best friends now. Yeah, I feel like the book's going to have a lot of That to okay. me kind of makes sense because that's kind of what families are like, I felt. Like yeah. the only way Joe would forgive her is if Amy almost died. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, But it just yeah, it fuck, jumped okay. real quick. Like that, I could have done with like at least some sort of scene in between. Like of her ignoring her at a ball or something. Something <laughs> like that. It was pretty well, cute. Pretty cute how she basically did, you know, she was helping her rewrite the book because she knew she remembered more about the book than, than Well, they were her. covered in um, kittens yeah. for some reason. And there were just <laughs> oh, kittens fucking coming yeah. out everywhere. My question about the ice pond, well, actually, so uh, two questions. She just threw that manuscript in the fire, just in a fit of pique, just to yeah. just yeah. to be an she couldn't go to, No, yeah. she, she couldn't was, go to the theatre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, she, in, and she in was revenge a, for that. She would yeah. have been, what, like an 11-year-old girl at the time, and yeah. that's what kids do. Like they And just, Joe was being mean to yeah. her because she was the tutor and was like, you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And I... So I guess maybe not from what you guys have said, but I was wondering whether her falling into the ice pond or whatever, whether that was a ploy for her to, like, no. um, oh, get back think, into, no, like... I, 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 I think you're thinking too, too, too much Amy about She weakened the ice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, no, uh, like because because that's consistent with, like, diabolical. such a kind yeah, of... Yeah, too yeah, diabolical. Yeah. You did, we, did, we, <laughs> we didn't see the scene where she was river dancing on the ice <laughs> with her skates to, <laughs> to break through. There's um, some fierce uh, kind of ice doubles yeah. there in that sequence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there was just, uh, I, um, there were just parts of the story that I felt it really focused on, which were really great. And then there was just some bits that I was just like, oh, I think you're, like you're rushing through um, these bits. But um, yeah, especially towards the end with the, with the, um, with the school and, mm. and things like that. But yeah, no, I... I had a great time watching this movie. Yes. Um, Correct opinion. Well, I thought at first glance when I was sitting down watching this most of the way through, and to be honest, as the credits rolled, I was just thinking this feels like something that I'd watch at my grandparents' house while they they get to choose the movie and I'm just thinking about playing Super Nintendo when I'm <laughs> 10 years old. And that's kind of how I felt. But there's We're there's fighting. no 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 but 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 there's 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 a little there's a little a little but you're just saying I'm an old lady but that's fine <laughs> keep going <laughs> but my I have been thinking about this film all like week since really? I, I watched this on on probably five five nights ago six nights ago and I just it's it keeps cropping up in my brain and that is a sign of a good film to me so I just keep thinking about bits and I, I'm just trying to work out why because there isn't a lot that happens in this I feel like we're no, the there story. Is, there is so a lot that happens. happens. Oh, it's but, like but so much happens. There's, there's but a lot like that happens, but it's just people in rooms, <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like there's no action it, per se. It, it's just a whole bunch of shit happens. It just happens that it just happens in rooms with people talking to each other. I know totally. it does. It did illustrate how uh, boring life was back then, to be honest. And it was you'd rely on um, just. You know. You'd rely on your forty thousand a year. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, 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 I've just heard that kind of phraseology pop yeah. up and stuff, and I'm and I'm I've always been fascinated with it. Oh, of course you'd think that he has a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, Batman feel, really owned her in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. So I feel like the one, the big, the big crux of this film, because it's such you know, it's been around for a long time. Many adaptations. The book's been around forever. Is Beth dying in the end? Spoiler alert. There's even a film. She doesn't called even die in the end. Beth dies in the no, end. She dies like 
two thirds yeah. of the way. Yeah. And and it was on the cards. Yeah. Oh, totally. How Did do she... you guys feel about Beth? When she died, were you like, hmm? I, I didn't have any uh, emotional I was time. super sad, yeah. To be honest, yeah. Um, M, my uh, wife was wiping a tear from her eye and I looked yeah. over and this went, This was Claudine's huh. first movie. I went, huh, crazy. Oh, you yeah, she was in My So-Called Life and then she was in this. Right. Yeah. Oh, I guess next year was uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So yeah. It got plenty dusty in my room a few times watching this. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there was, I, I, there was a couple of, yeah, there was a couple of points that I was... Um, yeah, Claire was amazing in it. There's there's a couple of times where uh, when when she when you know the Germans rub a disease baby all over her. Oh, oh that was like, so awkward. Oh, but she's like, but take my disease baby, and, and she's like, yeah. hey kid, you fuck? like scarlet yeah. fever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like her eyes, but like yeah. her chin. I know. Did you know oh, she, she does like that the chin in Homeland. In Homeland, she does that. Oh, that's her signature. So she can fucking fake it. I'm not impressed anymore. I don't know. That, yeah. that just—I've never seen her, but that—that that was like, it yeah. just felt—it just felt so fucking genuine yeah. and real. And they're trying to find the, the food to give to the mm. family, yeah. even though yeah. they've got no food to eat really at yeah. the moment. I just yeah. thought the performance was so good because it just. Um, and maybe if it was one notch more, it could have felt like it was from another film. But there was yep. just a real darkness and kind of hauntedness mm. to her character. You know what I mean? Mm, it sure. just felt like she was kind of, she wasn't completely inhabiting the world that anybody she else was. She seems you know? completely different to the other sisters as well. Yeah. That was yeah. her thing. She, I almost she felt is. like she was a stepsister or something. As she's the heartbreaking thing is she's like, why does everyone want to go? Yeah, I love I like, being I love home. Being like, in home. Like, I've never yeah. understood why you guys yeah. want to leave, but yeah. everything mm. we need is here. Um, and mm. and that's and and that's kind of like a nice kind of um, balance to Joe's kind of ambition, right? Mm. Like like feeling that way is also valid. You know what I mean? You, you you're not totally. a bad person if you don't have. But Joe's ambitious. Ab- yeah. But she still doesn't love. Like I yeah. love the bit where she sees Amy making making out with John mm. out the front, and not Amy, sorry, Meg, and. All of a sudden, she becomes really melancholy because she realizes things are about to change. And yeah, the mm. sisters will yeah. get married and yeah. they will move away. So she like has this ambition in yeah. theory, like, yeah. but when it comes to like practically changing her life, she's so resistant. Yeah. I think this movie really—I uh, mean, I've always, you know, I've seen a bunch of Winona Ryder movies, and she's always quite good and stuff. But I've like this was the first movie that I really saw her in. It's like, oh, like you've got ch- like real yeah. like. Um, even just in the the you know their their sort of play recreations and things like that, her she's got so much character, like you know, like a character character. Um, and I really, yeah, I just I like I don't think I'd sort of seen her, you know, in. Oh, we want to make another Stranger Things <laughs> reference, like the last <laughs> yeah, thing. There it is. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I just I thought she was fantastic. I um, I don't like I've got. One nitpick is um, I'm not not sure Gabriel Byrne is the uh, no, the most um, no. convincing uh, love interest vocal no, but also his um, his <laughs> accent work yeah. is uh, he, he he's he's got about four different accents uh, per scene. Um, he's slipping from the Irish yeah. to the German. I got that. Um, but um, and just back on is he is he an older character in the book? Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, it definitely occurred to me that if uh, this film would was set in 2018, we would have. All kinds of fucking things to say about Gabby Byrne. Big like, yep. Yeah. 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 Um, and also, I think, 
one thing that really stuck out to me um, is at that early scene when they go to the uh, to the the sort of is it the debutante ball or mm. the the um, the coming out party? The coming out party. Um, <laughs> And, 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 oh, and, and tickled, yeah. <laughs> but, I was just like, wow, but, okay. But the ginger haired kid. Wait, have you never heard the term coming out party before? No, no, what? really. You've um, never no. encountered that. No. Uh, yeah, you come out to society. Yeah. Like cotillion. Yeah. Like you come right. out to society. Yeah. No, never heard that. It's a debut. Oh, Deadpool. I remember. No, I never remember Deadpool. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. Um, oh, like, did it survive? Like, in yeah, no, no, modern they, times. In Certainly the, does. And I they used to do it in England, it. and until the fifties, like you were presented in front of the no, Queen, and, and um, but the Queen was. Like, I went no, to a wanky this. private boys' schools, and they certainly had deb balls for um, for the young girls. Is that what a debutante uh, ball is? Yeah, yeah right. to say that you're on the marriage market. Yep. Right. Um, yeah. No, but uh, that, that, that sequence. That sequence. <laughs> where, Get her, boys. Um, where, and all the, but, but, but all the, the parents corner. and all the parents stand around on the balcony and look down. That's it's so creepy weird. as fuck. Um, cool. No, um, but I love tradition. It, it really stuck out to me where um, Joe's at the, the the party and she's not fitting in, and then the ginger kid is like starting to chase her, yeah. and it's just like, oh, they, they, like even in the eighteen hundreds, the gingers, you know, couldn't, yeah. couldn't get her. And then I looked in the credits, and he's the red-haired young man. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't Fanta Pants number one? <laughs> <laughs> the best boy. <laughs> I just found, personally, I just found Winona Ryder uh, in most of the things she does just super hot and cold, which is interesting because I find all of her emotional scenes where she's just caring about stuff and oozing just emotion, great. She's really good. Yep. She's super convincing. But when she's just having normal conversational times with the sisters, I was like, ah, this is terrible. I don't believe really? a word you're saying. Yeah. Well, I think that that dovetails because I read um, Roger Ebert's review after I watched it, and it and it just it really describes my feelings. The very title sums up preconceptions of treacly do-gooders in a smarmy children's story, and some of the early shots in Little Women do little to discourage them. In one of the first frames, the four little women and their mother manage to arrange their heads within the frame with all the spontaneity of a Kodak dad. Mm. So, like, the first hour, I was like, I'm gonna fucking hate this movie. Mm. Um, But this movie is not smarmy, not do-gooding, and only a little treacly. Before long, I was beginning to remember from many years ago that Louisa May Alcott's Little Woman was a really good novel, one that I read with great attention. Like, I, I think that those opening scenes... Uh, just yeah, we're, they, they we're a little hard to yeah, take. Yeah, they they don't yeah. like no like the first the first line I wrote like in, in five minutes in is like this is wholesome as fuck. But, like, but, but then, the movie but is then about just, the burden of being wholesome. Yeah, that's why yeah. I love it. It's, yeah. be, it's because like Joe says, oh god, I have to be good all the time, and yeah. I can't be good all the time. Yeah. The only reason she opens a fucking school is because mommy, the puppet master, is like, wouldn't that be a good idea? Yeah, yeah. mommy's yeah. just controlling their lives. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's what yeah, that's what really you know sort of struck me as just like, hold on, where's your, your your novel's just been accepted and all this sort of stuff. And yeah. yeah. But that but yeah, that early awkwardness and stiltedness of performance and like delivery of dialogue, you know what I mean? Uh yeah. Like, I, I was thinking about it. I don't it actually I don't think changes very much in the movie. I I think that like for me at least there was there was a process of habituation with it. You know what I mean? Like because uh, it's uh not something I often see in movies that I watch, you know what I mean? And and I think once once it kind of settled in, like like the uh, oh I wish 
father would... Uh, no, I was like, oh, don't use the word awful. It's slang. Yes, I wrote that down. Like, like all of that just seems... That's my old-timey accent. That's my old-timey accent. The Dowager Countess. I'm going to do the rest of the podcast in my old-timey accent. I mean, it did feel very stagey. I mean, sure. Yeah, but I, I'm not necessarily saying that a bad thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that my process was. But also, as a took, cold took, watch, took, took me a sec to yeah. get into get that into groove. That. Yeah, know? as a cold watch from someone who's watching it, you know, in their thirties for the first time, and you're just like, oh, okay, this. And then, but then it just no, but then it just really warmed. Like the first sort of ten minutes, I was like, but then it, you just sort of like, and even there's like. As I said, there's unlikable characters in it, and you know you're not always rooting for everyone in in the movie. And Christian Bale, like, yeah. he's really good in that. Playing a likable character. <laughs> I have two questions. Yes and no. Mm. First question is: Do you think Joe should have accepted Laurie's hand? Yes. Yes. Hundred yes. <gasps> percent. Really? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. I was like, oh man, do it. No way. No. <gasps> the yes side. Explain to me why you think that. Uh, because. They were both people who were outside of, uh, their minds were beyond their situations. You know what I mean? Okay. Joe's Joe's up in, you know, fantasy and writing. And Laurie's just wanted to escape his circumstance. It's not something I think really drawn out, but like kind of escape uh sort of stereotypical ideas of masculinity which which he then lapses into which kind of feels like a defense you know what i mean like if i can't be that person who marries joe and like and and sort of embraces like um the the life that joe offers me then i'm just going to become like a dissolute like, mustache yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i did find it funny how like his his facial hair always mirrored like yeah. his, you know yeah, it, like now. the devilish I'm grow kind of a little pencil get, mustache get me three yeah, french yeah. girls and a mustache <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know>. bartender <laughs> I, I was just attracted to the to to the That's romance really of it like mm. that they're kind of two misfits i but i think the thing for me was when he said, "You know, I'll let you win every fight." And that's so that. heartbreaking. Yeah, but yeah, but it's really sad. It's but... really sad. But then, what a cock! <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. But that's not like Joe didn't want that. You know, yeah, yeah. She wanted and, to be challenged, yeah. and and like I don't think she. I mean, she. I don't I think, think she, she did well out of by Laurie. I don't know. Like, they were both so similar, and yeah. like you said, like both in these creative. Fantastical lands in like, their Do you head. think she would have gotten, you know, like the the book written in, you know, because I think she 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 wrote the book in a response to Gabriel Byrne's character, Professor for, Bear. But, Professor Bear, thank you, um, because he was critical of her. Totally, and, and a steadying and, influence, and yeah, like sort of tethered her to the ground and was yeah. like, look, and what's he's, here. he's he's far yeah. from a perfect. Where yeah. all she wanted um, to do but, was write about werewolves and vampires yeah. and sea monsters. I was like, vampire story? You yeah. Well, you know what the vampire story is? The whole, this is a great segue because the whole time I was Kirsten watching Dunst. it, Kirsten Dunst, I'm like, yeah, is this where she, and she, she die in this and she become it. that character <laughs> yeah. in Interview with the Vampire? She, she, Wouldn't that be amazing? Same year. That was the next year. She did that. It would have been the best timeline, the best, like, fucking hell, if Little Women became Interview with a Vampire. You know, it's quite a slow-paced, old-timey film. Every one of the characters in this film, the following year or within like 18 months, made a massive action movie. 
Huh. Which is really funny. Winona did like um, yeah. Alien Resurrection. Hmm. Um, that was 1998. What? 97. Yeah. 97. So that's like. So three. within a few oh, years. Within a couple of years. Come on, mate. Trini Alvarado. Mathematician over here. I can count. Kirsten Dunst did Jumanji the next year. There you go. Uh, Samantha Mathis, uh, who was the older Kirsten Dunst, did uh, Broken Arrow. Ah, uh, yeah, that's where she's that's from. That's where she's from, yeah. Yes. Um, Trini Alvarado, uh, probably yeah, a year and a half later, did uh, The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox, Peter, mm. Peter Jackson's earlier films. Um, yeah, it's, it just kind of got me. That It's kind of funny that they yeah. all went from this, and this la- launching almost, pad. So. I mean, you know, there's some action in Romo, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Romo, Romo. Romo. Romo and JJ. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's some guns and shooting. Yeah, 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 for sure. It was kind so of... you don't think she should have accepted Laurie's proposal? No. Mm. I you... think I, I kind of love it because it's like it, the easy choice for her would have been saying yes, and she couldn't do it because she knew it wasn't right. Like it's Right. She's very like she's always very unsure of herself as well. Did she? Yeah, like, but she was. But no, but that, they that's an act of confidence, like, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah down I think so as well. Yeah. yeah, they just wouldn't have pushed each. Like I think the good thing about Professor Bear is that he slows her down in a way that doesn't make her lesser, but makes her more thoughtful. And I feel like her whole life up until that point had been so performative, and so yep. she wasn't quite sure. Oh, what do I actually think, or what do I? Like, everything that she was doing was in relation to someone else until she moved to New York. But also, all of her writing was not really criticised as well. Like, she was no. writing these stories that her sisters could perform and they were all enjoying it. But if she wanted to be, you know, write something that was going to, you know, go out to the world, she needed some a critical eye. And, and, and someone to force her to be present because yep. she never had been before. She'd always been thinking about the next thing or an imagined world. She yep. never thought about what she had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, when... See when Gabriel Byrne did the did the, uh, you know. I guess it's fine. This stuff. I was like, "Fuck you, you snob." That's that. Yeah. That was my reaction to it. Yeah, like, not not that he was challenging her. No, I think that it's he was just you care about the character. Damn snob. Yeah. yeah. Poet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and also that, but that degree of comfortability. There was there was this really tiny thing that I really loved. That was just like a nice little filmmaking like touches. Winona Ryder's writing hat. No, when 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 I've always wanted a writing hat. I'm not gonna lie to you. I secretly have always wanted a writing hat. It was like a writing fizz. (laughs) It was. I really want one. It was when when she first saw Gabby Byrne. uh, You know, he gives her the coffee, and she clearly doesn't like it. It's Mm. too strong. And then there's a later scene where he brings her coffee, and she just kind of like picks it up naturally. And Mm. I don't know. There was something like really beautiful about like she's grown up. She's habituated to the coffee. She's she's changed. She's adapted. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. That seemed really beautiful to me. Yeah, I only take alcohol medicinally. Is one of the things. Yeah. And then he's just like pushing <laughs> yeah. booze on her all the time. Yeah. Can I just say Eric Stoltz just never felt right? It always felt like no, he was in like totally a Quentin Tarantino. So terribly miscast in this yeah. film. Yeah, so miscast. Crazy. I actually thought he was meant to be gay. In like uh, from the get go, I just thought like hello. okay. Is he he's got his really shirts or no? Just, just, just like I don't know. He was just. I just yeah, always expect was... Eric Stoltz to like shoot someone or do heroin or something. Yeah, no, he just. It could have been a much better choice. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't feel right, and she's way too hot for him. She's way um, too hot for him. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think about Laurie and Amy getting together? 
Ah, uh, that fucked me right up as well. It's I didn't up, like that. It? Yeah, yeah. and up. she was totally cool with it. But was she? I don't know. It was kind of weird. And it's even weirder in the books. He's like more explicit, like, well, I can't have Joe. You're available. And she's like, I am available. He says that in the film. Yep. Yeah. Like when, when he says... I just want to be part of that family. I don't I care who it is. It's like, you always want to be a tenant. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but, but, but that's so sweet and sour because there is something like beautiful about that feeling, you know, that he was, he was, you know, like, like that kind of, that sentiment that we always hear, like, uh, that you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he, in his heart, felt he was destined to be. That's where he felt safe and at home. You know what I mean. And there's something beautiful and like sentimental and heartfelt about that. But at the same time, he's like just trying to stick it into whatever sister is available. You know totally. what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, Beth's dead now, so yeah, <laughs> off the table. <laughs> so wait, just did, did she actually die from scarlet fever? Was that? But like, she well, got scarlet She got. But there was how many years yeah. later was that? So she, yeah, she had yeah. finally her caught up. Put with some her. vinegar on her feet. And that cured her for a bit. Yeah, and then, the old vinegar. You know, good for a hangover vinegar um, on the Have feet. we got a... Uh, no, it's not. It's have we got a sponsor for this episode? Uh, we do have a sponsor, yeah. Another I'm going to give up my job, by the way. You're giving up your job? Yeah. Adbox, baby. Adbox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Them sweet, yeah. sweet ad coins. Yeah. You, yeah. You get yes. Bitcoin. Baby. Yeah. You get, that in my, get those ad coins. You both held up beers then as if you were advertising. <laughs> <laughs> for maximum refreshment. Yes, which is all to say this episode is brought to you by Moisture Club. <laughs> Your skin is crying, weeping, I say, for precious moisture. Why are you denying it the one thing that would make it happy? Moisture Club is here to help. They'll send you a curated selection of the moistest arises every month. Getting into an argument with a green tea and desert spice self when you're all liquored up on duck juice? Just send it back in the free shipping pouch that hums with forbidden energy. Enjoy retinol creams? We'll do you one better. And straight up throw hydrochloric acid in your fucking face, bro. <laughs> Moisturizers this month include Deep House Facial Balm, Nighttime Hopes with Microanal Beads, <laughs> Super Defensive Coworker Creme, Porridge of the Sea Replenishing Paste, Dr. Fandango's Vitamin Tango, and The Silent Hydrating Treatment. <laughs> Deja Review listeners can claim one free tube of whatever the fuck Moisture Club deigns to give them when they use coupon code Deja. It's not just for your face, smear it or whatever the fuck you want. The world's dying and you're worrying about your skin? You ought to be ashamed. That's coupon code Deja at checkout. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our more aggressive. Yeah, I mean, more aggressive. And, like, do they? So it's they they supply. I mean, they supply you with that that copy. Like, are they are they just wow. generally? Aggressive I think it's in the intonation, or? though. I think huh? I think it's all in the intonation. And can I just say, yeah. uh, we are now officially officially the only Little Women podcast to use the term anal beads. You know? <laughs> no, that's not true. No, no, no. no. actually yeah, true. No, it's actually yeah. not true. Yeah, yeah all caught up. Yeah. Allcott After Dark has done that a bunch of times. <laughs> Allcock After Dark also does that. I'm leaving. <laughs> I need to leave immediately. I'm so sorry. Uh, so where were we on the journey? My question is, did you and are we meant to like Gabby Byrne, like when he just turns up? Because I didn't like him. I'm no, like, meant to I like didn't him. buy that shit. We're meant to like him, right. 100%. We're meant to be like, oh, who is this foreign mysterious man who she is like unlike anyone she's ever met 
Do, do you mean, yeah. sorry, Kane, do you mean at the end or? No, uh, at the no, beginning. No, no, I thought first. he okay. was a goddamn creeper and a snob. Yeah. I feel like uh, Germans were oh casting quite a quite wow. a negative light. Well, they were yeah. casting quite a quite a it. negative light throughout the seventies, uh, eighties, and nineties. Talking about Germans, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're great. I have so many they're German good. friends, but no, um, I just feel like in in film in seventies, eighties, nineties, Germans were not cast in a in a in a very positive light. I don't know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Can I Maybe ask? they should have hired a German actor. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a better choice, probably. Mm. I was from Berlin. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think it was so bad. Do you think Amy was fucked up for accepting the trip to Europe with the elderly aunt, even though that Joe had been yes. her companion for like fucking ten years? No, but it just speaks to her character. You hate Amy, don't yes. you? You fully hate her. I don't like. Do her. you think she has any redeeming qualities? Not really. Interesting. Hmm. No, I just you know she was a she. Wanted. Which one's Amy again? Was she the Claire Danes? Person Dance. Person Dance. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. She she wanted to be, you know, rich and and wanted all the things and she was tempestuous as a little child and, you know, and then when she got older and she just, and she, and she didn't even like, and the way she dropped that news to her sister, it's like, oh yeah, I'm going, sorry. Yeah. It's a bit awkward. Yeah. She was a real like, bitch. Yeah. She was a real bitch. Um, but do you think her thing was like that she was just wanted material goods or do you think the thing she really wanted was security? Something that was like lacking no, in security. her life. Yeah. Security. Definitely. So she so talks too. about, yeah, she, yeah. she mentions this is going to set me up. This is going to be yeah, the thing. Yeah. She, she was the most straight ahead. Yeah. Like. Ambitious. Taking the path that was set out for women at that time. It's not like right. being stuck with the nose you've got, you know? You could be able hey, to choose your own I path. I think Kane's got a beautiful nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a button. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, there's just something about her character that would rub me up the wrong way. And Mike, not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, oh how, how many scenes is the father actually visible? Two, right? Yeah, yeah totally. And he's got nothing. I love that. That's why it's awesome. Because it's like, totally. It's not about he's him. He's nobody. It's not about him. He doesn't even have yeah. any stories about the war. They don't you know? go into any of that stuff. <laughs> it was, I really like that. How yeah. it's like, he is just a background character, but they, they just talk about him so much. But do you even, early on. I mean, like, can't you take the liberty and just shut him completely out? You know what I mean? Because I'm sure he turns no, up in the book. No, because he's a good but... plot device for, like, mommy having to leave. And, yeah. yeah. Like, and the fact that the marches are poor because he's not there to make the money and also they've been shunned because he's done things like admitted a black girl to school and school was yeah. shut down. Yeah, yeah. So like putting, socially... putting a face to the name even for a scene or two, um, I felt like that was I, I was actually surprised when I saw him walk back through the door because I thought his character was going to be Gabriel Byrne. Oh, okay. Because you saw. I the, thought like he's the dad, yeah, yeah. and then when I saw him as the love interest, yeah, I was quite like, a bit older. "What? Yeah. I'm not picking up what you're putting down, <laughs> Winona." Yeah, this Winona. <laughs> you certainly know somebody's going to die, right? It feels like that oh, kind of I mean, movie. I somebody's going to die. Claire Dane's character was set up to die from pretty much day dot, and then but that that the whole sequence where like, she just gets given the like, here's the illness, baby, and she's like. Oh, and she look, the look on her face is like, this ain't good. Yeah, because she's <laughs> supposed to be like 13 or 14. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's super yeah. rough. What did yeah. she do after Romeo and Juliet? And did she die in it? I'm just having this little thought. Did she die in Romeo and Juliet? Did she die in Romeo and Juliet? I don't 
don't know. There's a sequel, so um... Romeo must die. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sinead, what do you think of uh, was it Mame or Ma? Mummy. 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 French film that we're watching. What do you think about the mummy? What do you think of, yeah, Susan Sarandon? What What? What are your thoughts on her character? She's a fascinating character because I think the first, probably the first couple of years when I was rewatching the movie continually, I was like, oh, mummy is so great. Like, I love that she's talking about corsets when she's not meant to and I love that she's empowering these young women and telling them about, like, of the systemic inequality that will affect their lives and how to push against that. And, but I feel like the older I get now, I'm like, oh, God, you were really telling these girls they had to be perfect all the time and they all struggled with it in different ways. And in the end, like, I, I wish that Joe hadn't opened to school. Like, I, I don't love that that's I, the ending. I, yeah, but, I don't like it either. And she's, right? she's only doing it because Mommy is suggesting it, you know? The, 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 the only thing that kind of in my mind made me feel good about her being consigned to Concord was like, maybe she'll continue writing novels there. You know what yeah, I mean? And exactly. yeah, become like the, the only, Connecticut Dickens or something. I, you know? I, I'm, I could be very wrong, but I think at that period in time, um, and it's it's mentioned in there sort of um, in, in the discussion when she's living in New York is that women can't own property. And so she inherited that house. So it's not um, she ha- she kind of has to stay in Concord, mm. but she could have just written a novel in that house. It's like a totally. nice big house, like, yeah. You know, and turn it into a I don't know flop house or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But in my but, mind, she keeps writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, but and it, the school just sort of gives Professor Bear something to do. Yeah, is like a reason to stay. Yeah. It's like how about you just. Are in love with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. I kind of need a job. Uh, do you have um, anything going? Yeah. yeah. What does he say to Joe that broke my heart at the end? That because I mean, I I, I mean, for uh, all my you, shit talk I, about him, no, like, you, are you going to say I, ca- I came right around? I hope you're I hope you're happy with your husband, like that that kind of thing, because she thought he got her confused with the other sister that's married in the house. Is there? Yeah, no. Is that uh, the bit? No. In after that, like about accepting him or something. Oh, will you have Should, me? Will you have me? With all of my heart. But I have nothing to give you. My hands are empty. Not empty now. I'm actually from Ireland. <laughs> what did he get off this shit, man? What's he it's done? Not important. Like, what has he done by end of days uh, and the usual suspects since this point in time? Gabriel Bond, he's just been in a bunch of shit. Has he? Right? I haven't seen I him. Mean, nothing not comes straight to mind. Gabriel Bond, he's just been in a bunch of shit. Is basically his career. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I was, I was kind of thinking, uh, yeah. What has he got? He's got uh, floppy hair. He's got. Beguiling eyebrows, droopy eyes. Those eyes, you've got good eyes. And, and eyes. Mm. And well, now now that I say it, I was gonna say, what's that? You know, that's all you got, mate. And it's like, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're an actor, and I guess, mm. yeah, that's that's enough. What has Gabby Byrne been in? He was good in Usual Suspects. Mm. Um, I did notice everyone in Miller's the film. Crossing. Yeah. Miller's Crossing. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Great in that. I did notice it. everyone in the film had uh, really bad teeth. Everyone in the film had really bad teeth. 
Did anyone else notice that? Period appropriate. It was a period, period appropriate. I wonder if they actually stained their teeth for the film. No? That is one thing. That is one thing I always notice about films is you know, uh, 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 poor disheveled people from this time. They just got the fucking pearly whites. Yeah. And 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 it's the same fucking thing with um, women with beautifully shaved pits and legs, like when it was caveman times or whatever. Yeah. Noise the shit out of me. Like, and but yeah, even, and the even things like stuff. like Marie Antoinette, like. Kirsten Dunst is pretty, you know, she, she looks pretty great in that. She would have had the wonkiest teeth and mm. fair all over the place. Like, well, See, Marie I love, Antoinette. I love that movie. I not. wouldn't hear a word against that movie. Oh, there's Marie uh, Antoinette would have been like the pinnacle of like physical upkeep yeah, no, at the not time. At that, no, but it's no, but at that period in time, like even the kings and queens, like they were draping themselves in, uh, you know, yeah, they perfume. I don't know and, if and let's be honest, those French like movie. furry pits. <laughs> those French do like their furry pits. <laughs> Sam, stop staring at me directly. Furry when you're pits is that. actually uh, okay. My I first think, <laughs> So, is there anything else you want I, to say? I think about? we're. Or anything else we want to ask? Yeah, yeah. I think we're. we're yeah. That's uh, that's a wrap on uh, Little Women. Um, thank you for such an excellent choice, Sinead. I think yeah. we all uh, rather enjoyed that one. Yeah. Although, do you know what ultimately is bullshit about the movie? Is they're all regular size. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Oh, look at the time. Uh, time. As as always, um, thank you to Jeremy at Jackie Winter for the use of the recording space and uh, be sure to check out their podcast. Jackie Winter gives you the business. Um, Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes because those sweet, sweet reviews are coming in and I tell you what, I'm just sitting there pressing refresh most of my live long day. I will come over to your house and give you a foot rub. If yeah. you leave us an iTunes review, okay, fair oh. enough. There you go. Does it depend, um, depend on the stars? Is that a good one or a bad no? One? Well, because we no, no, so like five star only. Yeah, yeah, five yeah, yeah, star only. Say. We've we've got one three star, one four star. Yeah, if you're and at 14, 14 five star reviews. Oh, yeah. That three so, star is is is. A, I'm gonna come over to your house. Yeah, and I'm gonna just record a podcast. No, with you. I was gonna yeah. say if you can get <laughs> ten of your friends. Yep. Yeah. To give us a five-star review, I will come over to your house and watch either The Goonies or Little Women with you. Do you know what's cute? You guys assume that people want you guys to come to their houses. (laughs) (laughs) A valid point. Fucking Um, roasted. Yeah. Perfect. Um, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Deja underscore review. Uh, we're on Instagram now on Deja Review Podcast. And uh, if you want to email us, hello at Deja Review Podcast dot com. Um, follow me on Twitter at, at Kane Daniel. At Sinead Stubbins. And uh, if we were to sign up to your tiny letter, what is that called? Uh, did that happen though? Did that happen? There's though? a link on your Twitter, right? There is. Yeah. And, and you can follow me at LittleWomen420 on Twitter, <laughs> LittleWomen420 on Instagram. Once Is that again, only because you couldn't get Little Women 69? Yeah. No, I've got that one as well, but I want, I want more followers on the 420. <laughs> once, once again, um, thank you to our guest, Sinead, uh, for opening us up to this wonderful movie. And uh, that is uh, a wrap. Bye. <laughs> Winona Ryder. Trini Alvarado, Samantha Mathis, Kirsten Dunst, 
Claire Danes, and Susan Sarandon. The story that has lived in our hearts for generations comes to the screen for the holidays. Oh, I Hello and welcome to the Deja Review podcast, where a group of film lovers get together and talk about a cult or a classic film that one of them has seen. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Stop. This is Stop. going in the outtakes for Stop. sure. <laughs> I, I can do one Hello. in my best mic voice. Do it. Do it. Do one in do my, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, everyone. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Deja Review podcast, <laughs> where a group of film lovers get together. <laughs> Have you ever watched or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right? <laughs> Man, early 90s you kids will get this. You, you steal a purse. Uh, <laughs>